Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit healthlock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Checking, yes, live from Studio C, Senor. Uh, oh, there he is. Cetera, et cetera. Da-da. And today. Da-da. Deep within the bowels, blah, blah, blah. Right, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The green energy delusion. Hmm. Okay. The green energy delusion. The GED. C, Senor. Gotcha. Virtually, the entire conversation is either so wildly distorted as to be fictional or just completely fictional. The idea that soon we will replace the evil dinosaur juice with wind and solar. It's idiotic. Big finish here, Divorce Michael. Divorce from reality. Are you... Basing that on the uh, the energy problems, the coming energy problems, current energy energy problems they've got in Europe. Uh, I, I guess that's a contributing factor. Yeah, I've just been reading a fair amount about where we are 
and and where it's even conceivable will be in the near future compared to the promises being made. And there's just no, I mean, it's like your kid opens a, a magazine stand and you say, good news, honey, that 45-foot yacht we've been talking about should be able to buy it next month. You're going to have another $1.75 by next month, all right? <laughs> Ain't going to be a yacht. So... Trying to figure out if the uh, the major offensive that has been rumored of Ukraine taking on the Russians has begun or not. According to a couple of different news sources that I'm watching, it has. As the Ukrainians are attempting to take back Kherson, which you may remember was the first major city that the Russians took. And the biggest city that they ever took during this entire war. And the Ukrainians are trying to take it back. And I was watching one of your analysts. We need to talk to a different analyst. Here's one thing I was going to ask one of our analysts, whether we talk to Mike Lyons or Jeff McCausland or whoever. When they watch TV and they watch these military guys, what do they think? I mean, because all of us, like, uh, you know, the whole of if you ask uh, 10 economists, you get 11 different opinions. And mm-hmm. But all of us have some idea of the economy. Even if we're not economists, you know, we, know, we have some idea of, you know, if the guy's full of crap or not. I almost dropped an S-bomb for some reason. I forgot that Go that was ahead. Okay. Who cares? But, like, almost well, none of us have the slightest idea if some general up there is pointing to a map and saying, as you can see here, the forces with the blah, blah, blah. I don't have any idea. I got to take right. your word completely for it. I don't have the slightest idea whether you're right or wrong. And you do hear di- strongly differing opinions from different guys. Right. right. I just wondered, uh, we should ask our experts, how often do you watch that stuff and think, that guy has no idea what he's talking about. That's never going to happen. But anyway, so I was watching one of those guys this morning talking about the big push in Kursan and how this is the last chance for a short war for the Ukrainians. That if they if they're successful in this big push in Kursan, it's got about it's 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 about getting to a river and getting on the other side, man, just as old as time. Mm-hmm. Sort of military maneuver of getting to the other side of the river before winter. I mean, they 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 were doing that before history was being written in terms of battles, I'm sure. Um Napoleon or whoever trying to get to the other side of the river before winter sets in. But anyway, if the Ukrainians can be successful, the Russians are in really bad shape. So that's exciting. Well, with all due uh, cynicism about the New York Times and their bias, they do a pretty good job on breaking news. They've been following the Ukraine uh, situation very, very closely and posted only moments ago this headline, Ukraine steps up strikes against Russia in the south. Kiev is seeking to disrupt Russian supply lines and isolate its forces, part of what analysts said could be the beginnings of a broad counteroffensive. And we shouldn't know exactly when the big giant uh, counteroffensive starts, because it's supposed to be secret. Element of surprise and whatnot. If I know, Putin knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If, If I know from flipping around a couple of channels, it wasn't secret enough. Well, I would delight in being pleasantly surprised by the, uh, I was going to say the outcome, I suppose the near-term outcomes in Ukraine, but I am in the uh, standard mode of the pessimist. Uh, I, I expect it to be a long standoff slog, awful, um, and I'll either be pleasantly surprised or right. Yeah, I was watching one military dude on CNN who just got back from Poland. He was over there, and he said uh, the Ukrainians have suffered heavy losses. He said thirty to forty percent of their officer corps has been casualties already, and just you know, oh my gosh, crazy numbers. So I, you know, who knows? I have no idea if that's accurate or not. Well, and economically speaking, the country is in dire straits with you know most of the access to the the water cut off, the 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 ocean there, the sea. 
and granted, they're getting plenty of aid from us, mostly and allegedly Europe. But yeah, it's it's any any hoorah. This is going great. Look, this is the exciting part. And uh, I'm sorry. Oh, and I left out my uh, favorite part. Speaking of hoorah, that uh, Zelensky the last couple of days has been super like strong worded. We got to grab the clips of him from yesterday. Just we're going to take back blank. Then we're going to take back blank. Then we're going to take back blank. You know, we're no longer looking for peace. We're looking for victory. You know, he's given some serious, we're going to kick some ass speeches. It sure sounds like the sort of speech you'd be given the week you launch your offensive. Yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And I, I got to believe they got the, the, uh, the planning had a lot to do with uh, coordinating with us and, uh, and NATO. And because um, uh, we're really good at this. Unfortunately, we have had quite a bit of experience in the last uh, several decades, and uh, we've supplied them all this different stuff. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited that maybe we're going to beat those bastards. God, I want to see Putin humiliated and many of his soldiers killed. My favorite uh, maneuver of late is the wooden anti-aircraft batteries that the Ukrainians are constructing. They are indistinguishable from the real thing. American anti-aircraft battery, state-of-the-art stuff. I mean, the stuff that the Russians are desperate to take out. So they're constructing these perfect replicas out of wood, and and the Russians are spending uh, zillions of dollars, many, many, many of their most elite missiles, taking out these essentially uh, Pinewood Derby uh, (laughs) (laughs) anti-aircraft batteries. (laughs) That's awesome. What a yeah. great plan. That's got to be old, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of as old as warfare, I remember being fascinated as a kid by the pictures of the, uh, the uh, I don't know the proper term, but the rows and rows of inflatable tanks. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, no, that's awesome. Have they considered building a giant wooden horse and telling him it's a gift <laughs> and pushing it into the center of Moscow? Not as yet. Because <laughs> that'd be a good plan. Uh, let's start the show officially. There's so much to talk about, as always. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, August 30th, year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Today um, was a very important day. And while a lot of folks might be disappointed that the launch did not actually happen, a lot of good work really happened today. There you go. This is going to sound harsh. And uh, you know how I hate to sound harsh. But I mean this sincerely. Uh, this is straight from Joe's ticker. We used to have uh, theme music for that. Do we that's still have Straight from Joe's straight ticker. Straight from that, Joe's ticker. That's right. I have to go into deep archives for that. Yeah. Anyway, that. Uh, if Kamala Harris was the assistant principal at a middle school, people would be saying, I don't think she's sharp enough for this job. <laughs> She's Play in, that clip again. She's Seriously. in over her head. Right. Today um, was a very important day. And while a lot of folks might be disappointed that the launch did not actually happen, a lot of good work really happened today. Oh, boy. <laughs> just, just say, I'm vacuous, I'm empty-headed, I have nothing to say. I'd be wasting your time if I uttered any words, so I won't. So here's, uh, uh, apropos of nothing something, I uh, drove my 2015 F-150 pickup to work today as I am uh, giving it over. I got a different vehicle. I'm trading it in. So it's got 117,000 miles on it, and uh, it, uh, I'm moving on. And my son, my uh, somewhat troubled son, if you've been a long time a listener, he's a number of things going on. But uh, he is he's 10 years old, and he's very upset about this. Oh, boy. Very upset, like crying and just, 
And uh, is that a, how I, I and I talked to him and I hadn't thought about this in many, many years. I can remember and I was I was younger than him. Gladys. Jeez. I feel like she's slow on the uptick lately. We, we go into a story about her past and then she's just staring at the wall. I think she quietly quit. She qu- quiet, quiet quit. quitting. Quiet quitting. <laughs> I read about that. <laughs> Anyway, Actually, it's funny, since we talked about that, I've seen that headline like 75 times. It must just be one of those, uh, you know, phrases, one of those catchphrases yep. that people latch yep. onto. I think it's just a phrase people like. Oh, quiet quitting. Yes, I've heard of that. Plus, it's got the Q sound twice in a row, so I like <laughs> saying it. <laughs> anyway, I remember, and I was, we were, I think we lived in Illinois, so I'd have been four or five. Um, I remember the the car that I considered our family car because it's the only car I'd ever known. I remember watching it drive away when my parents had sold it to someone, and I can still picture it. I can yeah. still picture the trees and the car and everything like that. It made such an impact on me as a kid. No, that's our car. That's where our family stuff happens, and someone else is in it, and it's going away. So yeah. I guess it can, uh, you know, have some emotional because that's the way Henry said. All my memories are in this car. You're taking all my memories. And he wanted to, like, cut off a piece of the fabric or something to have, and I, mm. I, I couldn't figure out a good place to do that. He wanted to have the... I actually looked into trying to take the passenger seat out and replace it, and he could have that as his desk chair. But oh, that was, wow. going to be yeah. a, more of a problem than I realized. But uh, Could have drained a little of the oil from the engine, maybe, and <laughs> kept it in a sippy cup or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, yeah, sure, that's part of, part of his world. Yeah. Part of his comfort, I understand, sure. Yeah, and um, uh, and I, I I didn't think it was silly for a kid, but I was thinking, it's interesting how attached it was. And so I was cleaning it out last night, like, and, uh, oh, my God. I was cleaning it out, and there's <laughs> matchbooks, match, you know, little matchbox cars stuffed in the back of the seats and stuff like that that they haven't played with in years, back from when they were little kids, when they were, you know, uh, five and three or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and playing in the back seat with them. And then, then I was getting emotional. Like, ah! Yeah, wow. wow. Just a hunk of metal. There's a, there's a word for that, uh, the, that phenomenon of attaching emotions to inanimate objects. I mean, because it doesn't, you know, this is your grandmother's wedding ring or whatever. That, that Nothing actually exists with it. It's all in your mind. Hmm. Um, Schadenfreude. No. no, that's not it. What's good for the goose? Uh, Noki? Is that the right word? No, Noki. that's the, that's the like, globs of stuff on, in spaghetti that's sauce. That's Italian dumplings. Nope. Yeah. I don't know that's the word That's a really for good gnocchi the other day, though. Anyway. Can... I was really emotionally attached to them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But I ate them anyway. So, um, uh, anyway, yeah, so I didn't, I, I don't know. I, I suppose he'll get over it just like I got over it and everybody got sure. over it. But yeah. um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine, fine. But I ought to get to it. we got to take a break. That's on the way. One-third of Pakistan is underwater. That's really quite extraordinary. Yikes. That's not a small country. No. Isn't that amazing? That's astounding. It is. Great. Thousands of dead. They're blaming climate change, which may be true. I'd blame, like, lack of modernity. For one thing, in Pakistan, but yeah, get some modernity. Yeah, up in her. 
Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Andrew Young. Do you remember Andrew Young? He was mayor of Atlanta. He was a moderate Democrat uh, a thinker. Uh, he was, one of, was he the first black mayor of uh, Atlanta or governor? I can't remember. He had a great career, though. Who could forget That's him? That's a good bio. Anyway, well, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I could look it up, or somebody else could look it up. Somebody else look it up. I don't feel like it. Plus, we don't have time. Uh, he said, there can be no democracy without truth. There can be no truth without controversy. There can be no change without freedom. Without freedom, there can be no progress. Andrew Young would reject vehemently the idea that somebody else can limit your free speech because they are uncomfortable with your opinion. Anybody of any sense and conscience should join him in that stance. Okay, I see where you're going. So there can, there can be no truth without controversy part. Yeah, that's the key there. Right, and and the the civil rights warriors, both black and white, uh, not to mention you know anybody anybody who has sought justice and fought against injustice in the history of this country or any other one has at times been the voice of an opinion somebody doesn't want to hear, but because of the sacred protection, the the practically holy protection of the First Amendment. We had to let them speak, and their truth rang out, and it won hearts and minds, and it changed history. The idea that, well, you know, people who've taken two soch classes, eh, 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 I've decided what I should be able to hear and what I shouldn't, and I'm going to silence you, is, is a thought so repugnant, yet so idiotic. It's hard to believe anybody would buy it. If you have, even for a moment, shame on you. Shame on you. Mailbag. No, she, I resorted to a uh, comedic tone there at the minute. I meant every single syllable of that. I'll fight you with both my fists. Try to restrict our free speech. Note from Joe in Osprey, Florida. I always said Osprey when I was talking about uh, like the uh, the marine jet thing that takes off straight up and goes and stuff. And a friend of mine was saying Osprey the other day, and he's a very smart guy. And I looked it up, and sure enough, the doc- dictionary says Osprey. So well, my parents live on Osprey Lane, and that's the way they all say it there. Fair enough. Who might argue with the dictionary and your parents? Anyway, Joe from Florida writes, I left Los Gatos, California for the freedom of the Gulf Coast, Florida four summers ago. My work schedule does not really allow me to be the regular listener I was in the Bay Area. Listening to yesterday's podcast, though, and you had me crying in laughter with the old man Biden corn pop rusty chain throwbacks. Oh, so good. Then he says some very nice flattering things. Uh, The reason I bring it up is if you're not familiar with that. We repackage every hour of the show as a podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Uh, you know, if your work schedule or your local station or your, you've moved or whatever, uh, wherever podcasts are distributed, you can get it. What a time to be alive. Oh, it's amazing. <sighs> Tom writes, uh, Illinois' new fifth grade transgender education program. Hey, men, dudes, heterosexual males, bros, Midwestern boys. Yesterday's... Uh, da, 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 Ah, they need to be able to describe what role hormones play in adolescent changes. That's easy. They don't have any effect on genders and teens. That's all a social construct designed by white males, forced on women, and keep in order to keep them enslaved. There's no difference between the sexes except the white males uh, put on people in order to make it a man's world. Y'all are racist. You're racist. My soul is being crushed. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's right. There's no such thing as men and women. The green energy revolution not going the way Joe thinks it should? Uh, among other it's things. a lie, huh? <laughs> Lion liars. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How are things going? Labor Day weekend coming up, and then it's the unofficial start of the real, real life. Summer's summer's over, time to buckle down, no more messing around. More of this golfing and going to the lake BS. <laughs> Nothing but work, work and, work and misery. That's what we wow. got coming up after Labor Day. Hey, how you doing? I was just thinking, that sounds like my summer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the the no kids lifestyle that I have. The whole rhythm of well, the summer's over. I kind of notice. You know, one more summer gone, but then I think, yeah, it's not going to be so freaking hot anymore. So yeah, yeah. I remember pre-child, it didn't uh, didn't affect my life much. It was warmer, but other than that, my life was the same. No, but as you know, if you have kids, school age kids, life changes drastically between school year and summertime. Yeah, honestly, I miss those rhythms. 
there's there's uh, definitely an element of every season is more or less the same in terms of what you do when you're not managing kids and sports seasons and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, that's all right. That's one of the rhythms of life, isn't it? Hmm? Well, it's nature. The telling... lack of rhythm is a rhythm in itself. Hmm, think it's, about that. It's nature telling you you're no longer needed. That's oh your, yeah, that is clear. Yeah. That is clear. <laughs> a couple of emails to get into our topic, which is the great lie that is green energy. And let me let me hit you with a preface. We don't work for the oil companies. I have no particular affection for fossil fuels. I am a, a bit of an environmentalist. I am a sometimes fisherman, an avid hiker and biker, an explorer of mountain ranges and wildlife preserves and national parks and that sort of thing. I am an outdoor enthusiast and value the delicate balance of nature. On the other hand, I don't appreciate people lying to me. I kind of take it personally. And the whole green energy thing to me is an enormous fraud. Not 100%, but a hell of a lot of it. Some evidence for it. And it is the future, but it ain't now. Yeah, and to what extent is it the future, realistically, and how soon? What's it, you know, actually, you bring up a great point. If, if you were to have a, a chart across time where the x-axis that's the vertical one right or is that the y you're much better at math than me i think the x is the uh, horizontal but i don't remember okay no i think you're right so the the y-axis the the vertical one is the percentage of energy we get from renewable energy and the x-axis is time and i think the green energy either uh, like cultists or the people actually profiting from it are pitching to us that, oh, it's going to be an extremely steep rise. And by the year 2032, we're going to be off uh, fossil fuels. And the skies will be clear. The the rivers, you could just put your head into your local stream and just lap it up if you like. It's going to be so clean. There's going to be no more global warming. It's going to be Valhalla. It's going to be wonderful heaven. And, and the truth is, anybody who's a realist, that line barely moves upward. It is the shallowest ascent you've ever seen in your life. Some uh, Some evidence, if you will. And again, my only, you know, uh, dog in this race, horse in this race, you know, uh, beaver in this fight. And yes, I used to stage beaver fights back in the day. Look, I don't have a beaver in this fight. That'll be my new expression. <laughs> Mostly they just turn their backs to each other and slap the hell out of each other with that flat tail of theirs. But uh, anyway, uh, I got this note uh, from, uh, we'll just say Anonymous. Uh, who who actually left California for South Carolina four years ago to uh, to escape the utopian dictates of Governor Lunkhead, as he puts it charmingly. Uh, but uh, 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 oh, uh, though I lived much of my life in the Central Valley, I spent the last six years in Long Beach, where I used my GI Bill to get a certification in the electrical field. You will not have to pay off my debt. He writes. Mm. I ask this overlooked question, which cannot be rationalized in my mind in response to the prospect of shutting down gas-powered vehicles and making sure virtually every car in California is electrified. How in major cities, where a vast majority of residents are apartment dwellers, do these folks go to charge their electric cars? Uh, I would routinely have to spend an amazing amount of time to even find a spot near my apartment to park my car, never mind to charge it. Exactly how does California plan on addressing this? Um, and and so his point being, obviously, you would need a tremendous density 
of of charging stations to accommodate the the twin goals of virtually every car being electric and everybody living in high density uh, population areas like the green energy folks want you to. Yeah, I was uh, involved in a situation recently. Somebody was looking for a place to live, and they drive a hybrid sort of vehicle. And a question they had for every dwelling in a big city was, uh, is there a plug-in nearby? (laughs) Which has never been a question before. But it's hard to find a a place in a city that's got a plug-in nearby. Well, and let's say you live in an apartment complex with 300 units. No way. Which is, well. Ain't going to work. Well, uh, if if that 300-unit apartment complex has, say, 30 charging stations, and there ain't any that have that many. No, that'd be a lot. That's that's 10%. So they've got to have 10 times as many, you know, uh, in the next 10 years. That's going to happen. And if you had a plug-in next to every spot in a parking garage underneath a big parking, uh, big apartment complex, how much electricity would that use? To that point, another one of our listeners involved in the sciences, Paul writes, uh, oh, that's very nice of you to say. But that Thank one's, you. That says one, some nice stuff about the show. That's yeah. not a difficult concept to understand. You don't have to get into the electric grid or anything like that to just understand. Mm-hmm. All those people who live in urban areas who are the, by far the most likely people to adopt this whole hybrid electric car lifestyle. Where the hell are they going to plug in their car? <laughs> that's a very good question. You know, one guy angrily yelled at us that uh, we need to get our terms straight. There's hybrid, but there's uh, hybrid like the original. Nah, there are multiple kinds of ply, uh, uh, hybrids. Plug-in Probably. hybrids, regular hybrids, and mild hybrids. Uh, thank you for the right. information. Fantastic. You, know, you could be a little more gentle with your tone there, sir. But anyway, sometimes people expect us to know everything about everything, which is in a way a compliment, but ain't going to happen. Anyway, back to this letter from Paul, uh, email from Paul, which I thought was absolutely terrific. I've said this before, but I find it so incredible that I have to say it again in a slightly different way. Maybe you'll find it useful. If we devoted all of the electricity currently produced in the U.S. to powering electric cars, every single watt of electricity currently produced, it would not be enough to drive them the miles we currently drive gasoline-powered cars. In California, the situation is especially bad. Devoting all of the electricity produced in California in 2021 to electric cars would support driving them about 60% of the miles Californians drove their gasoline power cars in 2021. And then he goes into the details of it. In other words, if the entire electric grid of the country was devoted to nothing but cars in the grid of many states, including California, Texas, many states, are, are taxed to the point of, like, having brownouts on hot days, right? We don't have enough power now to power the electric cars as much as we're talking about, and that's if we shut down every house, every factory, every farm, every everything across America. When was the last time you heard the green energy folks mention that? Right. That's an excellent point, and uh, I, I, uh, I struggle with this topic at all because I live in... Uh, an area where more people drive electric cars than, than anywhere in the United States, and it's still a small percentage. And I'm picturing so many of you out there in various uh, cities or, or, or rural areas across the country, like where my, where my brother lives. I'll bet there's not one person in the town that has an electric car. Mm-hmm. And my other brother who lives in a bigger city, there might be, geez, I don't know, a tenth of, the, of a percent of people driving an electric car. So I realize for most of you out there, it's, it's, it's the, all theoretical. 
Right. Nobody's right. doing it at all. Well, I those were my preliminary notes I wanted to toss in before I got to this big new report from the Manhattan Institute, which is so informative and so good. So I've uh, not yet begun to fight, but I think you'll find it really interesting. Why don't we grab a quick break? And we'll hit folks with that, and then we'll move on to the news of the day, hour or two. How do you feel about that? Sure, but the the ultimate point being we're not even close. Oh, <laughs> not even close. And, and the rate of growth is so tiny. The idea that anytime soon it will do us any good is fanciful. I mean, it's like a child's fantasy. It's your six-year-old girl talking about fairies and unicorns. It's sweet, and it's cute, but I wouldn't want to try to feed myself on it. I'm seeing a headline, Taiwan military fired warning shots at Chinese drone. I'll look into that, see if that's anything. Oh, boy. No, boy. Uh, Spicy times. Uh, Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. In Europe, it's lights out at major monuments and tourist attractions as a long, hot summer gives way to what officials worry could be a bitterly cold winter. 
skyrocketing energy prices have put Europe on a war footing with Russia as the enemy. Nous sommes dans ce qu'on appelle une guerre hybride. We are in what can be described as a hybrid war, said French President Emmanuel Macron. Russia uses energy resources, like it does food, as a war weapon to exert pressure. Oil prices have doubled, coal prices have quadrupled, and natural gas is now seven times more expensive than early last year. It is going to be a long, rough winter for our European allies. We'll talk more about that later. Now, their energy crisis is obviously partially due to uh, Russia and what they're doing, cutting everybody off. But a lot of it is because they went so green. Let them eat solar. They went so green and the green thing don't work. But anyway. Great piece by James Freeman in the Wall Street Journal. He quotes uh, Mark Mills' new report from the Manhattan Institute, which is terrific. I'm going to plunge in a lot of good stuff here. It's so interesting. And again, I just want the truth. I don't want to be ripped off. I don't want my tax money spent on idiocies. Regardless of facts or feelings about the climate, there are reasons why wind and solar power are not replacing fossil fuels, writes Freeman. Wind and solar are also no substitute for nuclear power. The government of California can issue as many proclamations and prohibitions as it wants against gasoline-powered vehicles. No doubt the Biden administration will enjoy spending the ocean of tax dollars, now earmarked for low-intensity energy sources. But reality will stubbornly remain. In a new report due out next week from the Manhattan Institute, which I've already read, uh, Mark Mills, oh, this is a couple days ago this came out. Mark Mills takes on the dangerous delusion of global energy transition that eliminates the use of fossil fuels. Surveying energy markets and public policy around the world, Mr. Mills asked readers to, quote, consider that years of hypertrophied rhetoric and trillions of dollars of spending and subsidies on a transition have not significantly changed the energy landscape. He notes, listen to this, folks. Civilization still depends on hydrocarbons for 84% of all energy, which is two percentage points lower than two decades ago. Now that is a statistic. With all the effort and the time and the subsidies, 2% in 20 years. And the change in lifestyle and the sacrifices that some people are making. Right. Made a 2% difference. Wow. Solar and wind technologies today supply barely 5% of global energy. Barely 5%. Electric vehicles still offset less than half a percent of world oil demand. Less than half a percent. And Mills in his Manhattan Institute report points out something that hadn't even really occurred to me. One can begin with a reality that cannot be blinked away. Energy is needed for everything that is fabricated, grown, operated, or moved. Digital devices and hardware, the most complex products ever produced at scale, require on average a thousand times more energy to fabricate pound for pound than the products that dominated the 20th century. Example, it takes nearly as much energy to make one smartphone as it does one refrigerator, even though the latter weighs a thousand times more. Didn't know that. Thus, the global fabrication of smartphones now uses 15% as much energy as does the entire automotive industry, even though a car weighs 10,000 times more than a smartphone. Did not know that. Making all this little cool stuff takes tremendous amounts of energy. The global cloud, society's newest and biggest infrastructure, uses twice as much electricity as the entire nation of Japan. What? Yes. And then, of course, I I had no concept of the cloud using energy really at all. But I suppose it's a a gazillion giant computer servers running constantly. Right. Yeah. And being cooled, et cetera, and manufactured. 
And then, of course, there are all the other common vital needs for energy, from heating and cooling homes to producing food and delivering freight. Advocates of a carbon-free world underestimate not only how much energy the world already uses, and this is the other one that I got to admit I didn't have a good grasp of, but how much energy the world will yet demand. In America, we have nearly as many vehicles as people, while in most of the rest of the world, fewer than 1 in 20 people have a car, and they want one. More than 80% of the world's population has yet to take a single airplane flight. What? Now that's a statistic. And as their economies develop and they're trying as hard as they could, those billions of people are going to want cars and fly somewhere. 80% of the world's population has never flown on a flight. Right. Uh, Quick word to the third worlders who want to fly somewhere. Trust me, drive. If it's less than nine hours, go ahead and drive. You can't imagine. Anyway, uh, a little more to squeeze in the time we have from this uh, great uh, report. Again, this is not shilling for the oil industries. This is just realism. Yeah, I wish it, I'd have thrown in a yet earlier. I made my way. The green energy, ain't go- and it doesn't work yet. I'm not a, I'm not a, like you said earlier, I'm not married to the whole fossil fuel thing, and it needs to continue forever, and I don't think it will, but it's, the the whole green thing, all this stuff is just not, we're just not there yet. Yeah, and, and the point has been made on this show as uh, other places that to spend trillions of dollars on the current technology is idiotic. It's just, it's not ready. Uh, Mills then proceeds to take on the argument that wind and solar power are now becoming competitive with fossil fuels. Claims that wind, solar, and electric vehicles have reached cost parity with traditional energy sources or modes of transportation are not based on evidence. Even before the latest period of the rising energy prices, Germany and Britain, which are both significantly farther down the grid transition path than the U.S., have seen average electricity rates rise 60 to 110% over the last 20 years. Mm. The same pattern is visible in Australia and Canada. It's also apparent in U.S. states and regions where mandates have resulted in grids with a higher share of wind and solar energy. In general, overall U.S. residential electricity costs rose over the past 20 years. He goes into some detail on that. None of the above accounts for the costs hidden as taxpayer-funded subsidies that were intended to make alternative energy cheaper. Added up over the past two decades, the cumulative subsidies across the world for biofuels, wind, and solar approach about $5 trillion. All of that to supply roughly 5% of global energy. We will uh, we'll have for you at armstrongandgetty.com both the Wall Street Journal uh summary of the report which is kind of handy although you may get paywalled we'll also have you a link to the manhattan institute report by mr mills which is terrific it's a little long but again that'll be under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com give us a couple minutes to get it up there batteries battery storage is one of the big uh, hang-ups still isn't it that's just not it is. It's improved a great deal in the last yep. decade. I mean, it's quite impressive. But it's. Uh, I've I've read reports on, you know, what uh, a a battery farm using the current or soon to be adopted technology would look like if it were big enough to run, say, a city of fifty thousand people, um, in a power outage, and it would be, you know, like those uh, those storage uh, yards. Those uh, what do you call them? The, the the storage yards where you can rent the little garage thing mm-hmm. to put put crap in that you really should have gotten rid of. Um, it would be like five of those end to end to have enough batteries to run a smallish city. Storage units. Has anybody ever yeah. come up with a statistic on this? What percentage of stuff in storage units should be in a landfill? 
<laughs> or given away or torched or something. And yeah. how many people are paying $30, $50, $200 a month to store stuff just because they haven't gotten around to going through the boxes and throwing it out? <laughs> I think... I think that's got to be it's got to be over half right of the stuff in the storage units is is stuff you don't ever need in your life you know i'm gonna open up a storage yard i'm gonna invest in that that's my new business venture because you see them all over oh, yeah. people need them people yep. like them and and i'll offer a special service you've inspired this as you check in or maybe no six months later because i want your money but six months later i will walk around for free with you and say why do you have that lamp <laughs> It's ugly. It's out of style. You're never going to use that lamp. Get rid of that lamp. (laughs) Just as a special service, an extra. So a growing story. The FBI's involvement in the suppressing of the Hunter Biden story. We'll talk about that to kick off Hour 2. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.